What's going on guys? My name is Wesley Lawler. Uh, I'm a freshman here at Marquette University in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, this is my first semester, so things are a little weird for me. Experiences definitely are not the same, especially from what I've heard. Things are pretty dead here, um, but at least I have some in-person classes, which is sweet. Um, but that's why I kind of want to talk about today. Um, I want to be more of a mediator than an advocate for anything, really. Um, I want to address the fact that people are talking past each other with their discussions related to COVID-19 um, and how our country has been so split, uh, especially by politics and COVID becoming a partisan issue. Um, and I really want to just encourage everyone listening, um, to find value in meeting in the middle about this. Um, so I'd like to start with politics and, um, the problem with talking past each other. So after watching the presidential debates, I realized how important this was in the questions and discussions during the debate. Um, I think I remember watching it and it was something like 20 minutes that they talked about coronavirus and how to handle it and what was right and what was wrong. Um, and to go along with that, uh, Pew Research um, did a study and found that 62% of voters said that the coronavirus outbreak was very important to their vote in the 2020 presidential election. And this is really interesting to me because um, it, it was above things like foreign policy, immigration, racial uh, problems, climate change, and abortion. Um, among other things. And I just want to establish the fact that this has kind of become Democrats versus Republicans in a way um, when talking about how to handle the virus, especially with um, Trump being attacked and kind of just slandered for the way he's handled the virus instead of supported um, I think that no matter how you feel about the president, when there's something going on like this, you should support him and um, give him critiques, but back him up at the end because it affects everyone and we want to get the best thing done that we can. Um, so to discuss a little bit about kind of the spectrums on views about this topic, um, I think on one spectrum, which most of the time would be uh, the Democrats, um, many of them are scared of death, of sickness, of struggles, um, and maybe have had a family member who passed away due to COVID, um, as the numbers of deaths is pretty scary. Um, it's reaching a quarter million deaths, which is... Um, something that quite frankly is frightening um but on the other hand which typically is republicans um 
They're concerned with not only the economy and small businesses, but with their experiences and the way they're allowed to live life, um, especially if they're someone who's not affected like college students. Um, and like Trump said in the debate, which I'll get to later, um, mental health and substance abuse and things like that are, be- are a real problem with lockdowns and things like that. Um, so to, to um, expand on the lockdowns and experiences lost, um, actually, first I want to establish that I think everyone knows why people on the spectrum of kind of fear of death and stuff are having that view and why they think that a lockdown is important. Um, the problem is that the people on the other side of the spectrum don't value that opinion and vice versa. Um, so I want to qualify that the views that the people on um, the democratic, typically, side of the spectrum have. Um, But I want to bring attention to the reasons people are against lockdowns and kind of pro-living life, uh, if you will. Um, So like I said, in the debate, Trump talked about increases on substance abuse and bad mental health. He said, quote, people are losing their jobs, they're committing suicide, there's depression, alcohol, drugs at a level that nobody's ever seen before, there's abuse, tremendous abuse, we have to open our country. I've said it often, the cure cannot be worse than the problem itself. And I think that last little bit, um, the cure cannot be worse than the problem itself, is something that is very central to the views of um we'll just call it the right side of the spectrum um, with people who want their life experiences. They don't want um, there to be negative effects that result in trying to counter the virus. Um, Having problems arise from another problem just makes things worse. And I think that that's why they want to find a different solution. Um, In addition, um, vibrant emotional health did a study and found that there is there have been an increase of at least six percent uh, since the beginning of the pandemic of calls to the suicide hotline. So that just shows that um, there seems to be a lot more people struggling with their mental health and reaching the verge of quitting and giving up on life because. Um, especially when locked down, you can't see friends, you can't do things you used to love to do. Things get really hard and really dark for some people. Um, in addition to that, there's a study um, of just a bunch of people, and 40.9% of respondents reported at least one adverse mental or behavioral health condition. Um, said that that was anxiety or depressive disorder. Um, 26.3% claimed trauma and stressor-related disorders. And something that is just crazy to me is 13.3% of 
the people in the study um, claimed to have started or increased substance abuse to cope with their stress or emotions. And all of this is related to, in relation to COVID-19. Um, so I think that makes it pretty clear that um, the views of that right side of the spectrum are pretty qualified um, and valid because when you look at these numbers, it's a little scary that this problem of mental health has increased so much, 40.9% um, more mental, um, mental health conditions. Um, for a problem to increase so much in order to negate another problem, I think um, in some people's view makes it seem like that's not worth it. Um, and so I just want people on, we'll say, the left side of the spectrum to be able to realize that um, it is a valid view to not be scared and want to live lives because there are effects other than people dying um, from COVID. There are people dying from other things, and there's depression and mental health and um, businesses being lost, um, people's entire life savings that have gone into their small businesses, whether it's a diner or um, a hair salon, those, those things have kind of been ruined, and that's um, depressing and demoralizing. Um, so I really think that while both sides have valid points and um, shouldn't be disqualified, we need to unite and we need to find a middle ground, um, at least until the vaccine is available, which is showing promising results uh, as of this week with Pfizer and I um, can't remember the other one, but over 90% um, effectiveness. Um, but in times like 9-11, World War II, the Cold War, um, SARS, things like that, our country really came together. And I think it's a problem. I think it's the biggest problem about this virus is that we're, um, we're actually more split because of it. And I think that if we work together and we come together and unite, we can fight this and find a way that reduces the impact on the most amount of people. Um, so I just invite everyone listening to hear what those around you are saying and understand them, no matter what side they fall on, no matter how extreme their views may be, just try to listen um, and give your point of view and talk about it and maybe we can come to a conclusion, a conclusion to find out what the best way is to handle this. Thank you guys for listening, and I hope you consider all of this. Um, I hope that no one was, um, no one felt attacked from their point of view. I think both are valid, and I think that um, there just needs to be some sort of middle ground. But um, so just think about those things, um, and hopefully you'll tune in next time.